Is this frequency in use? Welcome to Southgate Vibes, a selection of the latest stories direct from Southgate Amateur Radio News. I'm Steve Richards, Golf 4 Hotel Papa Echo, and in this podcast, you're going to hear my personal picks of what is happening in amateur radio and the wider world of communications. Whether you're just starting out in ham radio or an experienced operator spinning around the spectrum for those rare and sometimes strange signals, I hope you'll find something to entertain you here. Welcome to Southgate Vibes. Greetings to you, wherever you are out there in Radio World. Welcome to podcast number 61. I hope you've taken the opportunity to fill out the Radio Society of Great Britain's current survey on the future of amateur radio, which will go forward, along with all of Region 1's comments, to the International Amateur Radio Union. You can find this quick and easy survey at rsgb.org forward slash survey, and I do encourage you to give it a go. When I was filling out the survey myself, it struck me what a broad hobby ham radio is. Which one are you? A secret lemonade listener? A rag chewer? A home constructor, a DX chaser, a narrowband long-distance data enthusiast, a microwave fanatic, an amateur television broadcaster, a satellite user, or maybe you're just content to play with Earth, Moon, Earth, bouncing signals off our nearest lump of rock. Perhaps you've just landed on this podcast, completely new to the world of radio and communications. Well, if so, stick around and embark on a lifetime of fascination. Okay, well, let's start with some communication that's rolled onto the mat from the UK regulator, Ofcom, who are pushing forward with the new requirement for holders of transmitting licences, requiring them to make calculations of their electromagnetic field strengths. I know a lot of hams are worried about the blitz of technical parameters Ofcom have thrown at them, but the Radio Society of Great Britain is doing its best to produce practical case studies which offer a shortcut to licensees who have what might be called typical aerial installations for the figures that they need. On Wednesday, May the 19th, the UK regulator, Ofcom, sent out an email to all the radio amateurs they have an email address for. The email said, Ofcom is writing to make amateurs aware of some important changes to the radio communications licences. The changes mean that amateurs may now need to take action to make sure their radio equipment complies with a new licence condition to protect the general public from exposure to electromagnetic fields. Ofcom wrote to amateurs in March 2021 to let them know that they were proposing these changes. They apply to virtually all licence holders. Ofcom gave licensees until the 18th of April to submit any representations they wanted to make about the changes. Ofcom say they've listened to licensees' concerns and made some changes to the new licence condition and guidance documents as a result. Full details of Ofcom's final decision are published on their website. The decision means that the amateur radio licence has now been changed to include a requirement to comply with internationally recognised limits on EMF exposure. 
Alongside the final decision, Ofcom has published guidance on what amateurs should do to ensure compliance. They've also produced a simple EMF compliance flowchart, which tells licensees whether or not they need to take action, and if so, what action is needed. To help further, Ofcom will also shortly publish an updated version of their online calculator, which can be used to work out an appropriate compliance distance for equipment. They are also preparing a new simplified version of the full guidance, plus specific advice for holders of amateur, ship radio and aeronautical licenses. Ofcom expects to publish these documents on their website by the 8th of June. If you haven't received the email, then it may be that Ofcom does not have an email address for you. It is thought that paper letters may be sent out in this instance, but as yet there has been no confirmation. If you believe Ofcom has your email address, but you've not received an email, then check your spam folder. Another reason for non-arrival might be that Ofcom has the wrong email address for you. To check this and correct it if necessary, you can log into the Ofcom Amateur Licensing Portal at www.ofcom.org.uk. Supporting documents plus other relevant information can be found on a dedicated EMF webpage www.ofcom.org.uk forward slash EMF. The new Amateur Radio Licence Terms and Conditions document is also available on the Ofcom website. You are listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. As the ionosphere slowly, painfully slowly, warms up to sunspot cycle 25, a new facility in ERA should give early indications of interesting VHF propagation across the pond to America. A new 8-metre propagation beacon with the callsign Echo India 1 Charlie Alpha Hotel is now operational from the west of Ireland and it transmits on a frequency of 40.016 MHz. The new beacon will transmit in both CW and PI4 modes with an output power of 25 watts into a horizontal dipole. This new 40 MHz beacon is designed to explore the possibility of VHF paths across the Atlantic, as it is positioned roughly halfway between the 10 meter and 6 meter bands. It is hoped that the beacon will prove to be a very useful propagation indicator for any serious 50 MHz stations in North America, looking for any impending openings to Europe. It is expected that the beacon has the potential to be heard in North America, the Caribbean and South America during the sporadic E-season, which generally runs from May to July each year, and also around the time of the peak of the next sunspot cycle, when the maximum usable frequency goes well above 30 MHz. For more information about the new beacon, go to EI7GL's blog at echoindia7golflima.blogspot.com. You're listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a comment or a question, pop us over an email. Our address is vibes at southgatearc.org. That's vibes at southgatearc.org. You never know, we might feature your message in a future edition. When first getting interested in radio, the first acquisition for many is a shortwave receiver. 
In the early 1970s, when I started discovering shortwave broadcasting, I was lucky enough to be given a receiver by my local TV repair shop. I don't think they knew what to do with it. It was an AR88LF, weighed a tonne, and opened up an amazing world of listening to signals coming in to my bent piece of wire, which was thrown randomly up into the nearest tree. The AR-88 was, of course, a ubiquitous and beautifully engineered device, and there were plenty of them about, along with other legendary models. Here's another one that adorned many a shortwave listener's shack. The Marconi CR-100 was one of the many communications receivers that appeared on the government surplus market in the 1950s and 60s. The receiver was a single-conversion superheterodyne, covering LF, MF and HF bands. The receivers were used by all three arms of the British forces in World War II, providing a very effective communications receiver for a variety of purposes, even being widely used for the Y stations that intercepted Nazi radio messages for decryption by Bletchley Park. Many people will remember using one of these receivers, which for many shortwave listeners and radio amateurs provided a good receiver at a moderate cost. Although by today's standards their performance is nothing special, for their day they proved their worth when they were most needed. There's a great deal more detail about the Marconi CR100 receiver on the Electronic Notes website at www.electronics-notes.com. Well, that's it for this time. You've been listening to Southgate Vibes, stories about amateur radio and the world of communications from Southgate Amateur Radio News. You can find these stories and many more daily reports at our website, southgatearc.org. Don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch by sending an email to vibes at southgatearc.org. So until next time, this is Steve Richards, G4 Hotel Papa Echo, signing off and wishing you best 7-3.